fire up 13 flight controllers. Listen up. Give me a go, no go for launch. Public nudity. Go. Illegal narcotics. Go. Dog shagging. We'll go flight. Bubbler. Bubbler's go. Poo in the shoe. Go flight. Road rage. Go flight. Roid rage. Where go. Brown paper bags. Go. Eclipse containers. Go. Chinese restaurants. Go flight. Peanut butter photography. Go. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Billy Idol. Just wait for some power. Breezers. We are go. Phantom biters. Light is go. Fingers and dates. Where go flight. Launch control. This is fire up 30. We are go for launch. Here in my eye, I realize we are getting very close to the end of our mission, our mission that is year 13 of Fire Up, which tragically could end like Apollo 13, but then not so tragically come back from near death and live again. Chris, Gail, good morning to you. Good morning, Stephen. So we are uh, a few uh, tens of thousands of kilometers from re-entry, mm -hmm. and we, of course, refer to re-entry as always known as the weekend of the grand final. And the prospects for us are it's either a new competition, yes, <laughs> are either safe return, yeah. or the more likely prospects of coming in too steep and incinerating, yes. or coming in too shallow, bouncing off the Earth's atmosphere and heading off into the void, never to return. Uh, Not unlike the prospect of the St George Illawarra Dragons this weekend against the South Sydney Rabbitohs. Thank you very much for My your pleasure. vote of confidence, Chris. Uh, look, I think that's the story of the week. We won't go there just week. Let's just introduce our guests and. We, we will be talking codes of conduct. We've brought in some very, very authority figures for that, haven't we? We have. Um, we're very, very fortunate to have the New South Wales Rugby League's Chief Executive Officer, a.k.a. CEO, and the man single-handedly responsible for bringing the State of Origin Shield back to New South Wales, David Trotten. Good morning, David. There you go. Good morning, because this is a real highlight for me, <laughs> being being on, on this show. The, the, the most insightful, um, the funniest, the most... I've never been called authoritative before, but this show's authoritative. Gravitas walked in the room. And uh, and I'm really looking forward to the next uh, the next hour or so, because this is a real highlight for me. Uh, unlike David Gallup, when he came in, he says, how long do I have to stay again? <laughs> Can I read now? <laughs> is, is there any chance we could be the official auditory organ of the New South Wales Rugby League as a result of this, Dave? I mean, Did you say organ? Did you say that's organ? correct. Uh, I don't know about that, but this is going on my CV, whatever happens today. <laughs> and and to, then to David's immediate right is um, previous Fire Up guest, friend of the show and Canberra Raiders supporter, Dave Ray. Good morning, Dave. G'day, Chris. G'day, Steve. Hello, Dave. Great to be here. And, and to add to that, anytime you step through these studio do studio doors, your credibility goes up several notches. Yeah, what is it about power and Dave's? Oh, well, they go hand in hand, don't they? I don't know. Everyone knows a Dave, so therefore there's just a lot of us around. <laughs> plenty of, plenty of Dave's to go it's, around. It's not well known that Donald Trump's middle name is David. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, yeah. Now, uh, code, Trump. That code, right, of, right, code of conduct, Chris. Yes. Uh, look, I know that we've got an unspoken code of conduct between us. It's never Has it been written down? I've not seen the piece well, of paper with the... Uh, well, it's a living document. A living document. <laughs> it's it's not a, as opposed to what, a Google shared document? Yeah, and I think the minute that you... Saw, the, the risk is when you codify something, when mm. you write it down, when you objectify it, if it's yeah. Will it then becomes a matter of public yeah. record? Yes, yes. We prefer to have our code of conduct a little bit more fluid than that. Well, that doesn't say much about our character. Moses got the chisel out with a, with a piece of rock, didn't he? <laughs> Put the Ten Commandments. Did he actually do the work, or did, did God do the piece of work on the rock? Still one of my favourite moments from Mel Brooks. I mean, History of the World Part 1 was the turning point for Mel in terms of quality of movies. Yes. But when Moses came down with the 15 commandments on three tablets and he yes. goes, I have these 15 commandments, drops one of the tablets, I have these Jesus, 10 commandments. 10 commandments. 
so, so, that no, is so silly. Right. We're, not, we're certainly not written in stone. No. And Richo, who was the sort of the general manager of football operations at South Sydney, he's a smart man. He uses a whiteboard. Flexibility, like ourselves, right, Chris? <laughs> It can change from week to week, from minute to minute, from day to day. He's old school. He used to use uh, an overhead projector with transparencies, but he's uh, moved on. Now, why are we talking about South Sydney, Chris? Uh, well, they're on the front pages of the, the Daily Astonisher this morning, Stephen. Now, the players must be in revolt. Uh, Dave Todd, I say to you, uh, the, the, you know, you must have the inside rail. They talk about the fishbowl, and they talk about how they have to deal with the media, but they really don't want to, and they they hate the way they're being portrayed. So they keep the, the, the media at arm's length. When an episode like this comes on the front page of the Telegraph, which is feeding off rugby league, but also taking away from rugby league, what's your reaction of, of what you think the players' reaction is? I think the vast majority of players are uh, disappointed when they see those things, mm. and um, I mean, no, no, nobody plans to finish up on the front page of the of, of the of any media outlet, yeah. do they? And they're uh, some some people are just juvenile sometimes, and and um, and and not not a whole lot of thought is applied to uh, some of the situations they find themselves in. So, just young men hijinks. Well, more than that. Well, I mean, that that's uh, that's sort of trivialising it a little mm. bit, and and but. Uh, but you know, really, what never gets applied to these arguments is any balance, mm-hmm. and um, and and you get condemned if you try to put any balance around it. But in the scheme of things, um, a lot of the, a lot of the time, the, these instances are reasonably um, reasonably minor, and in in terms of the number of players that play our games and the scrutiny they get, there's not that many of them in proper in context. But but you get condemned when you try to apply any sort of balance to those arguments. Yes, for those who don't know, uh, there was an episode that happened many months ago, Chris, uh, where there was a, a, May of this year. a social interaction, so to speak. Yep. Uh, uh, depending on, in the same article, it's either Facebook or FaceTime. I mean, you know, I, I grapple with these newfangled technologies. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I, I think it's something involving a smartphone or something like right, that. Right, right. And it's uh, the South Sydney Rabbitohs, of course, have got a big game this weekend. They do. And Russell's come out with a tweet, which we'll talk about later. Very but much now, so. uh, now we've had to bring in... Well, Russell, I don't know whether it's on a rock or on a blackboard or a whiteboard, but his code of conduct. I think, I think there are only five commandments on the code of That's conduct. That's correct. There uh, are five commandments on the code of conduct. Number and one. We, and we should just say the incident is about a, a couple of South players uh, FaceTiming a young woman, um, and it turned a little bit blue. And we're, we're definitely, <laughs> is that the colour, is it? We're definitely concerned about her. Don't give me that colour a bad name, Because she's saying she, her voice hasn't been heard, and they yeah. brought in an independent contractor right. to trawl through the emails to see whether it went from an anonymous to an attributed email, and that story will play out. Right. But I think the main thing here is we are um, talking about uh, players who represent South Sydney Rabbitohs, hence we go for the code of conduct. Right. Uh, number one on the list is live it, don't write it. Well, well these the boys were living it. I don't even think that's written on the board. Oh, it's not. Right, so you've got the five <laughs> commandments, but s- s- over that, because we know oh, that... Oh, it's the overarching banner. Live it, don't write it, yes. which automatically con- contradicts the five commandments on Richo's board. Right. And what's missing also is Siebes, Anthony Subal, Sassini's coach's mantra, which is pressure and effort. Right. So there's a lot of... It's getting complicated. A lot of aphorism floating around, so no wonder these young rabbitos get confused. Yes. I, I'm, I'm a bit confused. That sounds to me like it's straight from Russell. Like, does he want to be a scriptwriter or be an actor? Live it, don't write. He's like, no, bugger it. It's easier being an actor than yeah, to sit there and correct. do it. Earn more coin and away you go. Money and money and acting, that's right. Yeah. 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 Very little in script writing. And, yeah, no power in script writing either. Well, I talked to my friend JR, who's been writing a script for 15 years. Still doing it, is he? Not, not, a, not a red <laughs> cent. Not a, not a sniff. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's no reward. <laughs> okay. Uh, the main game is the main thing. Right. I don't know what that says. Dave's any, any reaction to what that means? Dave won. Well, the main game is a state of origin, is it? That sounds like they've been playing the main game. So. <laughs> that's right. So that's aspirational. Yeah, okay. 
psychological safety. Well, this is a very, very hot topic issue at the moment, isn't it? Psychological safety, meaning what? Uh, taking care of your players' headspace, so to speak. Are you okay, Josh? That sort of thing? We, we have this in our, in our firm. We, our, our values are we are honest. We mm. aspire to be truthful. Mm. Aspire know. is the key word, right? Yeah. We don't achieve truthfulness, <laughs> but we aspire, aspire to it. To it so I think what, what's... What, and you're honest about that too, What Chris. Richo is saying there is that a South Sydney Rabbitoh can voice his or her opinion when they get a licence for the NRLW, which yeah. had a magnificent debut last weekend. Right. That they'll be able to sort of say, you know what, Seebs, I disagree with how you feel we should be containing the AMB defenders, mm-hmm. and they won't be dropped to the Intrust Super Premiership where someone like Dave Ray would um, um, be interested in them. Right. Well, I'd also like to say that I think that it's a bit of a record for the Bunnies last week that they've been uh, kicked out of a comp that didn't exist at the time for That's the first right. time in their lives. <laughs> I've never heard it put so sweetly. <laughs> <laughs> and they got very angry about that too. Uh, well, I mean, look, I think if anything, last weekend demonstrated with the quality of the football on the field that it's A, there's an audience for it, and B, how high quality it is. It was just amazing Listen, to watch you, that run around. You're really confusing the FBI listeners now. Did you say quality about the football on the field? Yes. Are we going to talk about that? I think eventually. Well, you know, we could. We could. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, before we get to that, Chris, uh, the next one is one straight. That's where he's lost me completely. One straight. What's he talking about here? I've got an answer to that, but either of you guys understand what the concept of one straight and how you would interpret that as a commandment? Well, that's our state of origin victory this year. I mean, that just sums it up, doesn't <laughs> right. it? So, right. so 2014, it was one straight. Yeah. Um, 2018, one straight. Yeah, um, got it. So we've nailed it. So the fact, the fact that you might have been on a four or three-year mm. or three-game or four-game losing streak, you ignore that because you're only focused in the well, here you live and now. In the, you live in the moment. Yep. Yes. That's what it's about. So you're resetting next year for another one for, straight? One straight, absolutely. Yeah. Whenever yeah. I've got any psychological, even, even ethical dilemmas, I'm going to go to day one. <laughs> he clears the air very quickly and smartly. <laughs> now, the final one is um, AFB, Chris. An acronym, no doubt. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, it stands for All Michael Lucking Business. All Michael Lucking. It's all business. Yeah, so right. you know, this is, this is um, something that it's an original thought of mine and it's going to... Oh, it's one of yours. Well because no one's ever understood this, but uh, uh, sport is a business, baby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the reason why South Sydney are resurgent this year is they've come to that realisation, no different to Ken Carney in the 50s, working out that if you were physically fit, you'd play better rugby league. And St George got a jump on the rest of the competition all those many years ago. <laughs> it took him 11 years to figure that Thankfully out. Thankfully culminating in the creation of Cronulla Sutherland. <laughs> May we all yeah, salute great. the league for doing that. And Gal. Yeah. So I think that... Uh, this is what South is all about. Yeah. The trouble is, though, if yeah. you're a workaholic, and I've got two gentlemen here in the studio who are both clearly workaholics, yeah. you, you run a risk, and then you, you, your judgment might be impaired about when you have time off or FaceTime. And that's where the South Sydney Rabbitohs have got themselves right. in. A and in, bit in, of a in this social media pickle, this digital world, they were in another country. They didn't even need to be anywhere near Different this young lady. No, and apparently a buttock was exposed and uh, a, a front bottom was exposed at the same time by two different high-profile players playing this Saturday night. Uh, how are they going to prove who they were, Chris? My, my first question to you. There will be an inve- investigation with an independent contractor. What will be the process of proof? Identification parade, I assume. You think you line them up? A police the lineup, solve it, really? Yeah. And will the young lady have to go behind glass I like in the movies? I certainly hope not. I think that just, just that really does lower yeah. the time. As long, long, long as the process and the recognition right. is provided, then yeah. I think we'll be able to sort this. Well, Richard, Richard's far, far, uh, last actual aphorism was: "Show the world what you're made of."
Africa Van Barter with a little bit of craft work today, eh, Chris? Wow. <laughs> wow, wow. wow. <laughs> this is fired up. Week two of the finals, and uh, it is the business end of the season gone nuts, hasn't it, Chris? We had Melbourne and South bash each other to death on Friday night. I thought that was a tremendous fixture, Stephen. Tremendous fixture. And I could hear your music come through clear wow, as clear. a bell. Was there any craft work? I don't think I did that. No, but, uh, <laughs> but then I was at... Alliance. And um, Dave Trotten just mentioned that he's got a very good suggestion about what I should do about this because you couldn't hear your music because the PA is no good. You missed Dave, a couple what of key well, I think they need to knock down the whole stadium well, and wow. rebuild it to fix up the PA, if that's the case. Are you listening, Gladys? <laughs> Fantastic. And so I was I was thrilled to hear my favourite group, yes, early on, but apparently you played all fired up, Steve, and we couldn't hear it. Didn't hear it, did you? No. They had, they had those little tannoys hooked up on the fences. But you know they couldn't. They didn't have uh, any security technology mm. to see who threw the plastic stick yep. at Latrell and the conversion yep. attempt. I'll be at the front of the queue with a with a with a flame on a stick saying, "Burn the place down, pretty soon, right?" <laughs> but as you know, I was ensconced in a bunch of Roosters supporters, and we were, they were sitting as a block next to the Cronulla supporters. It wasn't friendly. No, there was a lot of finger pointing, a lot of sort of throat slashing gestures, and that was just the security staff, let alone the <laughs> supporters. It really, right. really was. A down and dirty, uncomfortable yeah. semi-final yes. like yes. Sharks yeah. blueprint for a win. Yes. Then Louis dropped the ball over the line. North Coast, South Coast, so to speak. You know, blue ribbon seats, etc. So they, they got a lot in common. And you know, sometimes it's the the, the, the closer the the type of um, sample rate, the, the bigger the difference. Sometimes they hate each other. You know, the biggest comment yeah. that was going on: our beaches are better than your beaches. Our beaches. Are <laughs> and, and and you know that that's just a yeah. recipe for ugliness. Yeah. Now. Dave, I'm sure the same goes with you. With Chris, I know he's a film buff, right? And uh, slapstick has been a great uh, line of uh, film, a film favourite for you. You know, from Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin days, right through to the Three Stooges and Jackass, whatever it is, where a bloke gets hit. Nothing funnier, right? I agree with that. Okay. Hans Mole Man Productions presents Man Getting Hit by Football. <laughs> this contest is. Now. My case rests there at that point. There's nothing funnier than seeing a bloke like Cam Smith get done by Jeremy Lattimore in the nuts. And I think we're all in agreement that he's in the talk for an order of Australia order as Australia. a result of that. As a result of that. Now, I'm sorry, ladies out there, well, I probably lost half the audience talking about this story, but it did come up that there was an incident back in May. Canary Bulldogs accidentally hit a player in the nether regions, and what ensued... Oh, this Chris, is just recently, Stephen. This was the last game of the regular season. There you go. Canterbury versus Cronulla. Kurt Capewell. Yep. Uh, who, I think... Uh, you, you guys happy with the Dave 1, Dave 2? Happy with that. Okay, Dave 3. Well, no. well who's Dave 1, though? Oh, you're Dave oh, 1. That's okay. No, 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 I think when you have the name Chairman, then, you know, it's, it's a different story. I, I think I'm right in saving Dave 2 that Kirk Capel was the 18th player in the 2016 win for the Sharks and he was the Newtown Jet. Uh, yes, yes, he has been. Yeah, so he was uh, uh, tackled by Matt Frawley from the Dogs. Yeah, so collision occurred. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, ended up with a nasty boo-boo. Yeah. For all the men out there, we all know what that knock feels like in that area. It was much the same, and I felt I could run it off. Now, I've never tried to run off that knock before. <laughs> does that really work? I don't think it does, but apparently he just kept running. Uh, and then he got home, and by the time he got home, it was three to four times the size. We're talking of the, those, uh, the, 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 the low-hanging fruit, so to speak, Chris. You're referring to his testicles. Testicles, sorry. Yeah, yes. a, so give it the, the technical term. The kiddies can handle that, can't I they? think so. Yeah, okay. Uh, and so he went to see the doctor. The <laughs> doctor said... Which was a good move. A very good move when it's three to four. So now, um, these uh, these uh, doctors, of course, have had a look and said, we can fix this, uh, but there's a bit of swelling involved as well. Yes. Yeah. So what was the final quote? The final quote was, fix the rupture, but keep the swelling. Right. Because I invited him. 
Yeah. Still, a, still a free country, isn't it? Oh. Am I right or wrong? It's a friend of mine. He comes in the box with me anytime he wants. Is the NRL aware that you well, I'm telling the NRL I'm bringing the game in. He's not a criminal. What's wrong with you guys? I, I don't think it's a relevant question at all. He had nothing to do with the game. He has nothing to do with the club. I invite him as a friend. What, what's, what's wrong with that? I, can you stare that man down, Wayne Binner, when he says that to you? What's wrong with that? He invited a guest into his booth, St George Brisbane game, Andrew G, a man under a cloak of uh, innuendo suspicion about his role in a salary cap infraction at Brisbane a couple of years ago. Is that fair to say? Yeah, okay, yeah. It was it was four years ago, I think, wasn't four it? Four years, yeah. was yeah. it? Yeah. He refused. He walked out of the door of the game because he didn't want to front up to an investigation about Brisbane potentially being over the salary cap. Well, you're cap. alleging that, Stephen, but he may well have... I did. Uh, I... I, I you know, I was always an enormous fan of Andrew Drew as a player. Did, were you? you know, um, <laughs> yes. Was he the guy who got the tap wrong in that game against the Roosters on the Monday night, which led to the conversion in front, causing a Brisbane Broncos defeat? I think he was. Um, <laughs> and look, you know, and he, and he was the epitome of what a clean yeah. skin looks like on a rugby league field. Never involved in any dirty or grubby or germy stuff. Yes. And he may well have been on a program of self betterment. Just got his degree in the pocket, secured a job. Wow. And. Uh, the the process was that he actually uh, terminated his employment with the Broncos, took up the new job. It just coincided, coincided with the salary the time cap investigation. Co- I, I, there's a tangled web of assumptions going on there. Mm-hmm. Yes, and the idea is that he refused to front up to an investigation to prove whether the Brisbane were over under the salary cap. And so there's been a dark cloud over it. And so he's been banned from any involvement in the game. Am I fair to say that's correct? That's not an allegation. Has he formally been banned, though? I, I, don't, that, that... I don't think he has been banned. I think what, he was, the story I, I think, he, I think um, the indication that he was given was that um, if he wanted to register to have a future involvement in the game, that, um, that that wouldn't be favourably considered. But I don't think he's been banned for anything. Ah, OK. So, so any accreditation application? Like, I assume when you take the NRL coin and DJ, you get one of those lanyards, right? I do. Right. So I think... If that comes with certain responsibilities, Chris. It does. And it's like, like Spider-Man, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and so I, I think that if he had applied, or the club had applied for an NRL accreditation to come to the game, that may have not been favourably looked at. But Wayne gets a couple of free passes, you know, like wild cards, like yeah. in a tennis tournament. Why? And, and because? just generic. Because he's Wayne. Because he's a great man. Yeah. yeah. And so, therefore, if he wanted to have Kim Jong-un... Yeah. In the or box. Andrew G. Not yeah. that I'm suggesting that they're it's a, similar. It's a free world. Yeah. What's wrong with that? He can get two. Whereas yeah. he couldn't get Kim Jong-un, um, Gwyneth Paltrow and Andrew G. Ah, in on the same day. On the same game, day, right. Because he's got two only. Only two, right. I notice, <laughs> I notice you guys are not wearing your accreditation. <laughs> That's so, right, right. So, so I'd hesitate to be too critical about other people right. that, well, that I, are wearing so accreditation. It's, it's so. what you said before, Dave. I mean, our mistake has been we've been planning to get on the front pages of the newspaper and that's why we've continuously failed. I would love <laughs> to get a lanyard. I mean, if the New South Wales Rugby League, you know, wanted me to, I don't know, mark out the lines well, or something. Well, we'll issue, I'm inviting you to the uh, to the two Intrust Super Premiership semi-finals on the weekends. Your accreditations will be at the gate. Thank and, you very and, much. And, and, they'll, and they'll be photographed. They'll right. be, they won't just be um, generic accreditations. Your photographs will be on there. Your identifications will be there. And right. I expect to see you at the game. I'll be there tomorrow for I, sure. You got any criminal friends to take with you? <laughs> well, he was talking about you, you know. And, <laughs> and, 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 and that kills two birds with one stone. Yeah. But Andrew G is not a criminal. He's no, one, I, I think, know that. I, I think, no, 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 no. he'd be, be referred to as a person of interest. <laughs> <laughs> 
colourful character, not yes. even a colourful character. Colourful racing identity, that's <laughs> yeah. it. Have I got that wrong? He was a clean player, have I yeah. got that right? I think he was, I don't yeah. recall. And he, he doesn't, when we're talking about Allianz Stadium as well, he isn't the Queenslander, as far as I'm concerned, responsible for the two greatest moments, which was Martin Bella playing the ball backwards, backwards. in an origin game True. and Fact. knocking on the kickoff from the 94 grand yes, final. Yes. But I guess it comes to the point of Wayne was being disingenuous. Yeah. Yes. Wayne was playing dumb, wasn't he? And yeah. he was bluffing and trying to say, come on, I dare you, you know? And in true, <laughs> in true Wayne fashion, that is like a dumb bit of epic proportions yeah. for him. And I think it was, was it his final act as Brisbane coach? Exactly. It was, it the, middle, it was the middle finger writ large, wasn't it? Yeah. That's yeah. what it is. And dare I say, Chris, what a great result it was for Wayne on the weekend. Well, it's interesting. You you are such a small person, Stephen, in your uh, attitudes in, in these matters that you actually presented me with the Courier Mail. Yes, I did. And with, with eight pages of misery. After the game, with all the highlighted articles about how they were all about what Brisbane didn't do. Yeah, yeah. And you were miffed and enraged and disappointed that yes. there wasn't one reference to the achievements of that St actually, George. Actually, there was a team that beat them. Yeah, I know. That was all about what we did wrong, yeah. And Chris, no call for the grand final to be in Brisbane this year. No. no well, you can't really, can you? Yeah, but no. I'm worried about Melbourne, though. I mean, could we ever face a, a world where we'd actually be playing the grand final at Amy Park? <laughs> no. Despite Flat. this continued success? Flat, no. no. Okay. Well, that can't last much longer, can it? I mean, how many testimonials has, has Cameron got yet? <laughs> <laughs> How many dinners and lunches and games has he had? And he's still playing over another year. Well, Can I, mean, I say that? Well, don't know, you, you've been involved in this sort of stuff, well, he, right? He must have a few. I haven't been invited to one yet, so right. I'm, I'm, I'm suspecting that there'll be another one down the track somewhere yes, that I'll get an yes, invitation yes. to. So. So, so the original belief was the agreement that was reached with former uh, boss Dave Smith was one testimonial match and two lunches. But his management is suggesting there could be anywhere up towards six lunches. So you've got a window of four more lunches yeah. where you might get a gig. You might get an invitation, yeah. So, and so. is this a little bit it? like follow the money with Trump? You know, like where's the money go? <laughs> Can I, could, I, I was asked what was my hi- highlight of the season uh, recently on uh, Mary Kay's Ladies Who League podcast. You can stream it now. Um, and I said... I. I actually went for the fact that the Melbourne try was disallowed down at Cogra because of the penalty and the play the ball. So the try can't exist if the play the ball preceding it didn't happen. Didn't, yes. But I also thought about Cameron's body of work. It's very obvious to talk about his sin binning at Shark Park. But last weekend, after the Adokar Ford pass, mm-hmm. where he got in Ashley Klein's ear and, like a robot, went, absolute howler. Absolute howler. Absolute howler. <laughs> I want to go to the lunch because I want to play tribute to that great man. That, and that great quote. <laughs> that great quote. This is Fire Up. We'll be back in a minute with uh, the two days, Chris and myself. Fire it up! Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Fire it up! Ready to go! Let's go change the world. Thank you, everyone. Perfection is perfected, so I'ma let them understand from a young G's perspective. And before me digging a bitch, I have to find a contraceptive. You never know, she could be earning her man and learning her man. And at the same time, burning her man. Now you know I ain't with that shit, Lieutenant. Ain't no pussy good enough to get burned while I'm offended. Yeah. 
And that's realer than real deal, holy feel. And now you hookers and hoes know how I feel. Well, if it's good enough to get broke off a proper chunk, I take a small piece of some of that funky stuff. It's like this and like that and like this, Santa. It's like that and like... Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. Mm, and welcome to another sanctified episode of Fire Up, where the broad and blessed church that is Rugby League opens its loving arms to one and all. Oh, can I get a witness? Oh, yeah. South Sydney supporters need not apply. Why are we so mean, Chris? I've been talking them up. I, I'm actually thinking that they're going to win on Saturday, Sturm. Chris, now let me just put this in a, in a clear light here. St George may have had a win, but everybody's pre- predicting South Sydney. I think the numbers go $4 to 1 or 140 to for St George. There's no one picking St George again. I'm not a betting person, but I think it's 395 the Dragons. And, and of course, you must be thrilled about that because that was exactly the same position you were in la- last weekend. I will want to point out one difference, though. Mm-hmm. Gareth Woodham. Yes, that is a big a big loss. He's got uh, well, fast fast losing your hair colour, you know, and a lot of people blame the hair colour on the losses over the last few weeks. Now, with him out of the picture, I think we're looking better than what we were before. We've got little Zach Lomax, an eighteen year old, looking good. He's terrific. He's terrific. Kurt Mann, who's always been good coming in. I've loved Jordan Pereira on the wing for Nightingale. He's been great. Not bad, yes, yes. But now we've got Debellin's playing on one leg. That'll be all right. One leg needled up, ready to go. The Origin hangover is over. Yeah, Ben Hunt psychologically fit again. He's liberated. We're looking good, Chris. You know. Again, here's another piece of original advice I've yeah. come up for players affected by social media. It's, yeah. a, it's a personal original one. I've yeah. trademarked it. Don't go on Don't social go on media. It, no. It's a simple answer. Now, our special guest, I'd like you to reintroduce them again for those listeners that have just tuned in and walked in the door and turned the radio on. Chris? Well, I've known Dane Trotten for a number of years in, in capacities associated with the Balmain Club, yes. the West Tigers. He was a superb chair of the West Tigers every second year, if I remember that correctly, Dave. And he's now the CEO of the New South Wales Rugby League, which is... Basically triumphant in pretty much every jurisdiction, isn't it? Uh, male, female, opens, under-18s, under-16s. It's gone pretty well for you, hasn't it, Dave, oh, we've, this year? Won, we've won everything, yeah. Yes. yeah. We're kings of the world at the moment. Like, last year we were almost kings of the world too, Chris. So we, I think we played 12 games a year against um, Queensland. So in 2017, we won 10 of the 12. Right. Um, but the only two we lost were two Origin games. Yeah, sure. Oh, <laughs> so no, nobody recognises no, nobody recognises the under sixteen <laughs> champions or the uh, or the under eighteen champions. Does it get a bit frosty when you're in the room with Peter Beattie now? No, we're great he's a great mates. champion of Queensland. No, we're great mates. Great mates I mean, right. we're great mates. We have um, full and frank conversations full about and frank, do you? about uh, about Origin <laughs> yes. and um, uh, Peter. Uh, Peter explained to me at um, at full time um, at the end of Origin three how good it was for the game that um, that Queensland won won the third Origin game. And I didn't see eye to eye with that view. <laughs> um, but apart but apart from that, we we have a great relationship. Yes, can, he can sells I, the game beautifully. I just wanted to say, were you as innovated as we all were when Stephen dropped uh, ACDC's Highway to Hell as the final scrum was being packed at Origin two out at ANZ? Oh, Don't tell me you missed it, Or behind Dave. the corporate boxes, <laughs> like you actually hear no sounds of the game. Is that the... I was just totally captivated by what was happening on the field. So, yes. I, so you're sort of in a bit and of a cocoon. And he's cocktails, Chris. Right, yeah, right. And his oysters and lobster. You know, yeah. you miss it. No, actually, no, actually, nothing. I, I'm in, a, in just in, in, the a total, in the zone, in yeah. the total cocoon, and you, no, and, you, and you sort of miss you miss all of those great things that happen around yeah. you. That's one of the difficulties. Can I reveal a very, very disappointing moment in my career, Chris? There's so many. Uh, the other night at the Rugby League Players Association Awards, I cornered, you know, buttoned. 
JT, Justin, Jonathan Thurston down. I said, Jonathan, when you were walking over to your kiddies, grand final 2015, I played Rhinestone Cowboy. What did you think? He said, yeah, I didn't notice it. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm in the zone. What can I say? I said, oh, that's very disappointing, Jonathan. I've always said you could draw a through line between Trodden and Thurston. They're very similar yeah. characters. Yeah. And, of course, your other guests... Spoke uh, the tease in this, you know, <laughs> anyway. By way, well, it's alliterative. Mm. By way of uh, very stark contrast, and uh, you're, you're giving me a reminder, Stephen, that people should text. Oh, of course, yeah, 0409... 945. 945, 945, and again, 0409-945-945. Let me just also, while we've got this little interruption in, in the, the thought process here, we go into a supporter drive next week. This station is a not-for-profit, a community station dedicated to Sydney music, art and culture. We fit under the culture banner, Rugby League. That was Barely. my brief originally. You know? about the music bit? I, so I, said, I said to my bosses, Sydney, Rugby League. Sydney, not Swans, Rugby League. Sydney, <laughs> Rugby League, you know. And they went, all right then, you know, go ahead. That 13 years ago, Chris. Wow. And every time we do... Fire up during supporter ride. We get a huge response, and the the worst news again is that I won't be here next week. Cursed Melbourne are playing in Melbourne. I'll be working down there that morning because they fly us down early. You're going to take the reins that day. We've got Warren Smith yes. from Fox League, Brittany yes. Carter from Ladies Who League joining us. Wow. Producer Pat will be there at the controls with Stuart Coop. Stuart Coop. And I imagine that we'll do better in the fundraising in your Without absence, me. Stephen. I, be- I don't want to compare the figures because, now. Because my simple pitch will be, are you enjoying this show a lot more without Stephen Ferris? Pledge yeah. your support of FBI yeah, 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 yeah. and get him off the station. And, and the, that, old, that old chestnut, if you want Stephen to come back, <laughs> pledge now. If you don't, <laughs> pledge now. <laughs> and we're looking forward to that, but in the immediate time, we've got Dave number two, yeah, and yeah. we've been talking about, and we'll talk more in a moment about the incredible success that was the New South Wales Blues this year. By way of contrast, we've got Dave Ray presents as a friend of the show and Canberra Raiders fan who were described in the Murdoch Press's season as being one of a kingdom of madness. <laughs> Dave, a team that was able to score more points and tries than any team in the competition yet come 10th. How's it going for you oh, post-season? Look, it's, it's, it's been like a 26-week therapy session, uh, to be completely honest. And it's what's been, the end result then? Oh, look, it's, it's just sort of a, it's a half step from basically deciding to go to a, a spa, shall yeah. we say, yes, for an extended period in of time. Thailand, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, look, it, it was... I mean, you, you could not script some of those games this year. The, the Warriors game, and then we, Chris and I talked about it earlier in the week, it, I had to hit a point after round three of going, this is it. This is my life now, which is this sort of getting to the 79th minute and the 50th second and going, this isn't going to happen. We're up by 32 and we're still going to find a way yeah. to lose this. Yeah. Mm. And, yeah, and the, the, I will say is that... Is there a curse? What's the story? No, well, self-inflicted. Self-inflicted, uh, yeah. thing, But okay. in, in our house, I, I'm, my son is now 15 and he's now gone from the point two years ago when Edric Lee didn't catch the ball and walk over the line and put us in a grand final <laughs> where he went into the fetal position and cried to yeah. now just being so yeah. circumspect. And it's like... Yeah. I, I feel that I'm being a better parent because he's dealing yes. with it There's much a better. a maturing process that yeah, play yeah, there. Yeah, it is. Have, have you had the father-son talk where he goes, Dad, I need to talk. Uh, <laughs> I am no longer a Raiders fan. Yeah. No, well, we, we have talked before about, uh, you know, certain choices you make in life, but that isn't one that's and going to be allowed to be made. Have you made any apologies for putting him and dragging him into this in the first place? <laughs> I, I do remember the very first time I took him to a game, it was uh, a, a Raiders-Bulldogs game when he was four out at ANZ Stadium. And the security guard, when he saw him in his Raiders jersey, pulled me aside and he said, look, do I have to call Docs? Docs, exactly. Exactly, yeah. The pain that you're going to put this kid through over the years. Yeah. You know? so I actually think there is a curse. It's the Bowman curse. They should never be forgiven for 
what happened in 1989 to Dow Mine. Absolutely. And so I think they'll be that, that that's a payback that will continue for yeah. a long time yet, I think. Yeah, yes. well, look, you know, you've pulled at that thread, so we can spend the next 23 <laughs> minutes talking about the 1989 grand final if you really want. I, I, I can go through it moment by moment. <laughs> Greatest moment in Canberra now, history. Good news, I've got my hand here. Tiger Mail, joint media statement, says here, Bowman Leagues Club Limited. Uh, it's a, is this a, a secure document? Can this be... Oh, no, this is, this is public. Watch, yes. And, and, and What's the story, Chris? Uh, Dave, number one, will be able to elucidate on this. Is mm-hmm. There's basically... Uh, the current state of the Balmain Leagues Club, as we said, is the perfect Roselle venue because it's a combination of a meth lab and a Zumbos. Yes. Albeit Zumbos in a little bit of financial difficulty himself so, right now. So you now. take your life in your hands to walk on that property so now, right? It turns out there wasn't as much money in macaroons or macarons or whatever they call them <laughs> as you thought, right? And, and it's got three futures. A restoration of the glory days, mm-hmm. um, the maintenance of its current condition... Mm-hmm. Uh, or it's going to be the dive site where they remove the rubble when they're yeah. building the Cross City Tunnel from Roselle to Balgala, which is, let's face it, a piece of infrastructure mm. we all need because <laughs> I work in Balmain and I'm desperate to get out to Manly for a surf. Very quickly. And, and it just takes too long. But let's, let's suppose the picture is that a, a, a large building goes on with a whole multi-purpose. There is uh, shopping, there is accommodation, uh, and a lease club. Would there be a, a tribute to the Breaking Bad meth room? Well, I think they'd have Would to. Would that survive? You, you've got to preserve history. Yes. You know, the, yeah. the great premierships over the years. Two zombies walking through. You know, the great grand final heist of 69, the yes. prescribed HSC text yes. as written by Ian Heads. Would Benny Elias be there for the well, opening? Well, as soon as you say that, you know you know how the, with these you know modern facades, you can go down to Central and see the Hanging Gardens thing or whatever. From a sufficient distance when they build the tower, <laughs> yes. you will see etched in all the windows yeah. the uh, head of Benny Elias. The head of Benny Elias! Yeah. Twin on the Just wire. catch it at a certain <laughs> angle, sort of hollow, hologramic. And, Fantastic! And uh, let me tell you, they'll be snapping up those apartments you you'll yeah. better get in early. You have to buy off the plan. There won't be any left by the time the thing's built. So, so you got to peer through his eyes when you're looking out the window, is that right? <laughs> but, but which Benny head is it going to be? Is it going to be the State of Origin yeah. one with his mum? Or is it going to be the yeah. MLC mobile phones period? Oh, no, no, I'm, I, I want the night. Having watched the the, uh, the greatest with the great McGinnis, uh, and let me tell you, you can see Ernest's kids was one of the ball kids at the... They've got the same haircut. It's just fantastic. Yeah, Genetics yeah. is a beautiful thing. Yes. But uh, it's got to be 1990 Benny, second test, head tape. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Even though I think it was Graham Hughes, Cliff Lyons got kicked in the head and I thought he confused him with Benny because they had the same hairstyle, yeah. which from another code called Rugby Union, Curtly Beale is currently channeling a What Cliff do you call Lyons. that hairdo then? The lion's mullet. The lion's mullet, okay. Mm, as opposed to the lion's mane. Yes. Right, yes. which would be a little bit more regal. Grander. Yes. <laughs> With, um, you know, wig style, with Tina Turner style. <laughs> Whatever happens, Chris, you can't have a Bowman without a Bowman Lease Club. The Tigers must be there, so you guys have got to use whatever influence you've got in the media to yes. promote that story and Absolutely. make sure the Tigers get returned uh, to the site. I am, I am member 1024, and I will dedicate my life to the restoration because we used to do our firm breakout sessions you know we sort of say we need to step out of our office because we're in Balmain we, we go to the Leeds Club a sacred ground to chart the course of our business we're out of bankruptcy now but you know that was just a, a blip on the way but it, it would be my life's mission Dave and you'll be recognised. There'll be a, there'll be a, there'll be rather a statue to Chris Gale or whatever, whatever, whatever it might very, be. No, no, you, you need to be acknowledged. Just, so just, just a discount of the bistro. Perhaps, <laughs> along, perhaps along with Benny's face, where you'd have is a, a statue of Chris from the top of the building that could be seen across Sydney. <laughs> we do tributes very poorly, don't we? We're still waiting for the Michael Hutchins statue. You right. know, I don't see a statue of, of Barangaroo or Ben Long anywhere down the down the waterheads. The you know? ACDC house. The ACDC house. We're very poor in the city about that sort of stuff. Now, the big question, of course, on everybody's lips, and I cannot reveal anything at all here, but we get to this point, we go, who is going to be the entertainment for the grand final? And I know about the AFL, I know about the NRL. What would you like to see, Dave Trodden? Who would you like to see performing? Well... 
one of the guys that you promote on on the radio station here. I mean, right. it, it's um, we need to be innovative, don't uh, we? Emer- again, emerging and innovative, emerging innovative wow. Australian, yeah, okay. um, local to K Maidza. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Dane? Yeah, I'd, I'd go along with that as well. I think the the rise of Indigenous hip hop at the moment would be something to be fantastic. There celebrate, you like go. Baker Boy and just Baker a whole Boy. celebration yeah, of yeah, people yeah. across there would be awesome. And yeah. throwing the DMAs for all those Britpop nostalgics, and you've got a perfect mix there. <laughs> Wonderful. Are you, are you saying Gang of Views is not getting it done for you, Stephen? They're not playing. No. It's got. Well, I thought it was going to be. Uh, you know, what's that fire up song? <laughs> Pat Benatar. You well, why not? <laughs> We'll be back in just a moment. This is Fire Up, FBI 94.5. Don't forget, next week, support a drive. And uh, if you'd like to text in, 0409-945-945. No, before we go there, Russell Crowe has texted some songs that he suggested. What do you think of these, Chris? Hit us. Pump it up, Elvis Costello. Yeah, I, I like yeah, it. Yeah, uh, Dave, TNT, ACDC. Tick. Tick, okay. Uh, what I like about you, the romantics, day two. Mm. Mm. On the fence about that one. What's that other? There, was, there were two romantics hits, weren't they? Like, Is there? Was it uh, Dancing With Myself? Not Dancing With Myself, but it was something like... Oh, you're thinking uh, Billy Idol might be back. the people that you're walking in the... Walking, oh, walking in my sleep. In sleep. Yeah. Oh, there you go, that's God. a trivia question. The second romantic that? song. That's why he's the polymath, right? <laughs> I would not have picked that. Uh, James Brown, I've got... I feel good. I got well, you. Well, mm-hmm. isn't it? Is it? Why, why don't they play the James Brown ripoff of David Bowie's Fame? You really get the people talking. Yeah. Come on, Russell, yeah. get out Hot. of the box. Hot. Uh, Le Freak by Chic. Hey. Really? That is a left field one. Who's that for Cameron Munster? We are family, Sister Sledge. No, you can't play that until Canterbury win the grand final. Exactly. Aretha Franklin. <laughs> May well, we honour her with respect. Homage. Okay. Uh, and Creedence Clearwater Revival, Fortunate Son. Mm. Oh yeah. 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 Finally, Dedicated the one, the the one we're going to go with is. Hit it, music man. Let's scream pop. written by the winners. In Rugby League, history is written by the staff of the Daily Telegraph and compiled by some blokes in the Willoughby High Street News Agency. These are their stories. Former player on drug charges. 
Former A-grade rugby league player Wayne Chisholm was charged with 30 drug offences yesterday after being arrested during a major police operation on the Gold Coast. Also arrested was a barrister, a former police detective sergeant, several bikies and a former nightclub manager. The police operation involved a series of 70 simultaneous raids in New South Wales and Queensland early yesterday, which led to the arrest of 48 people on a total of 350 charges. Chisholm, a former second row for Manly, Souths and Norths, will appear in court today on 30 charges, including counts of supply and trafficking of LSD, heroin, cocaine, amphetamines and ecstasy. At dawn yesterday, 250 police officers, including a special anti-terrorist squad, swooped on luxury Gold Coast houses, units and a surface paradise nightclub to seize drugs with a street value of $2 million. Police later said they believed the operation had made major inroads into cleaning up the designer drug business on the Gold Coast. The 70 raids capped off an 11-month undercover operation by two police officers. The two coverts infiltrated the coast's nightclub scene and allegedly made 125 purchases of drugs, ranging from cocaine and LSD to heroin and ecstasy, from a variety of people who were working as everything from bouncers to blackjack dealers. At a court appearance on the Gold Coast yesterday, it was alleged one dealer had told an undercover operative he was flat out selling 70 to 100 packets of heroin a day. Also arrested was barrister and former police detective sergeant Paul Davenezer, who was charged with three counts of supply of ecstasy, ephedrine and speed. His lawyer, Bill Potts, said Mr Davenezer would strenuously defend the charges. Drug squad boss, Detective Superintendent Kerry Dunn, said the Australian Federal Police were investigating international links and the New South Wales Police had established a mini-task force to investigate the Sydney side of the syndicate's alleged operations. Shame Files, with thanks to Willoughby News Agency, fans of FBI. And I want to say thanks to Dave Ray, our third Dave today, for just yes. reminding us of the glories of rugby league in the past there with our Shame Files. Thank you, Dave. We salute you. We've got two other days. What do you want to talk about, Chris? Well, I mean, we were talking about grand final entertainment. I think we've sorted out. We uh, have. Apparently yes. <laughs> <laughs> the embargo has been lifted. It's gang of news. <laughs> it's one of those instances where Stephen didn't get the memo. No, I didn't get the memo. <laughs> <laughs> and clearly shows he's not reading the newspapers anymore. But let's just say gang of news got their break here. Yeah. And, and well, I think that's FBI. true. I think discovered, now, uncovered. Did you know FBI turns 50, has just turned 15? Please tell me about that. Yes, well, I've been here for 15 years. Do I look like it? <laughs> you want an honest answer? And, and there's a huge celebration, correct? Oh, we've been talking about honesty from the beginning here, yeah, Chris. Yeah, huge celebration. Huge I celebration. I haven't been invited, yeah. but... Uh. <laughs> you just walk in and pay your money, Chris. That's true. Like everybody else. That's true. <laughs> There's no special treatment here. We, we have had some suggestions on the text yeah. about Grand Final Entertainment if the Gang of Views falls over. Yes, Someone yes. suggested DJ Hayden James. I think we need something that people actually enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Something contemporary, too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, you know, that clown. <laughs> that clown. <laughs> but, but, I mean, there are more immediate <clears throat> concerns. Yes. And, of course, the concern that Peter Beattie was kind of, you know, Day one's to? good mate, and yeah. Magistrate Beatty's been on this show, and I yeah. also regard him as a personal colleague now. Me too. Is he said they'd filled 120,000 seats at Allianz and ANZ with Queenslanders had those games been in Brisbane, which of course is a geographic and metaphysical impossibility. Yes. But um, <laughs> we've got to do our bit to get people out to these two games. And Russell, on the back of hearing you um, uh, air his song request, has yeah. actually reached out to us on Twitter yes. and says, sudden, South Sydney versus St George Illawarra, sudden death final. Yes. Something well, sh- it's something he shares with Magistrate Beatty, just these sort of literal yes. texts, these well, factual that, that, pieces of information. That lifts me straight away, sudden death. But he talks about ANZ Stadium, 7.40pm Saturday night, yes. uh, the folkloric tales of mighty finals clashes days gone by and images of record crowds covering the rooftops come to mind I was there 65 65 I was there 
Dave, either of you, 65 grand final? No, not even a twinkle in my father's <laughs> Not eye. even a twinkle, look at you. Yeah. 69 is my, my earliest yeah. memory, Chris. There's, yes, I'm, I'm very much with you. I was at Jocelyn. Russell was there too. Martin. Russell, yeah. We were there together. He then goes, it's going to huge. So I think I think there's a, a word missing there. Yeah. It's a bit like um, uh, Dugs and the Brunt comment, and he goes, I'll see you there. So there you have it, mm. everybody who's out there. You have been personally invited to that game, and Russell is prepared to catch up with you personally, <laughs> yes. get out to the game. Right, right. Yeah. Look, uh, he's, he, look, he talks it up. Simple as that, talks it up. Well, it's it, there, there's only mild interest in, in South and St George's two clubs, from my point of view. So I can understand the problem. If it was the Tigers playing or the Raiders, well, we would dispute that in this room here, Chris. They, well, we they're now something. thinking maybe up to sixty thousand people more time. How many would turn up for the Tigers this week if they were playing? Oh, if the Tigers were playing mm-hmm. either of those clubs mm-hmm. in this situation, mm-hmm. I think we'd sell it out, fill the place. Yeah, easy. <laughs> you too. Be turning them away. <laughs> really. Turning them away. Turning them away. Uh, now, of course, uh, there was a lot of uh, talking of going back in days. It's, since 1984, this is the first time since 84 since St. George and South have been in a final together. So that's a, that's a milestone. Mm-hmm. And Roy Masters came out and said, the day my Saints and South sinners finally crossed the line. There was a theme, wasn't there? Violence was the theme. The undercurrent, then it became something special on the second scrum where it was just all out planned warfare, violence ensued. I think they used to call it, you know, putting on the stink. Yep. And the Masters who was probably the first super coach possibly or maybe Gibson uh, he said we'll throw these South boys because they'll be expecting the stink in the first scrum yes. and they won't know what didn't hit them because they won't hit them until the second scrum right and, and then Roy was concerned that, that in fact, the, the barely controlled violence that occurred because you know that South pack had people like hard men like, Len, Len Dav- like Les Davidson in their team is the crowd was booing and, and Roy thought have we gone too far in the name of victory by bringing this sort of violence, attitude and violence into the in game? In family entertainment. And he was clarified that the crowd was booing because the big screen wasn't showing the they action and they couldn't <laughs> see. Well, this is the same when Channel 9 won't show the streaker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The city boos, straight away. Now, I'd like to go back to the state of origin with Dave Trotten. Uh, Chris, would you like to lead that? Well, well, Dave, I have a theory. I mean, if we look at what's happened in the one straight, a la the South's commandments, with the magnificent two games to one victory of the New South Wales Blues... I'm looking at the innovations around Coach Fittler, Smart Wigs 2.0, and dare I say, the genius move of Blue, the robot. These are all your ideas, correct? Absolutely. You're responsible? Absolutely. How do you do it? What's your process? Do you go Absolutely. to creative workshops? Well, do, you have a, do, you have a, do you have a CEO whisperer, a la Bradley Charles mm, Stubbs? Mm. Well... Just let, let me let me let me explain. Let me go back here. Go back. So 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 2017. Um, there were some commentators that had me um, at uh, the Lennox Head Hotel with um, yes, Duke, Duke and Fergo. Yeah, we, we, we were um, two of them. Yeah. They uh, they had me uh, hiding Dugs and Fergo from the press at a, at a at a press conference Did they? Yeah. at the start. Um, and I had as much to do with that as I've had to do with um, the smart wig and the uh, and and Bluey the robot and the state of origin. Exactly. So, so 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 I might as well claim I might as well claim credit for all stuff. Is it just yeah. how to sell the game? Yeah. Yeah. Look, look, I'm entitled to claim credit, aren't I? Well, you know, I, I look at the, I look at the New South Wales Brains Trust with Brandy and Benzie mm-hmm. and whatever, and I said this is all Trodden's work. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, There's yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah. Tell well, me, there's somebody that sits over the top of all of them. Do you have to? Did you sign off on the fashion choices? Was did, did Freddie present the pea jackets to you, and you go, "Yep, that's New South Wales." Um, I signed off on them. What about um, the Freddie, walk, Dave? Freddie, Freddie wanted me to wear them, but it wasn't age appropriate for me, no, so, no, no, so no. I couldn't. I couldn't really. And what about uh, the walk, Reservoir Dogstaff, from the hotel to the? My uh, idea. 
Yeah, you're caught your idea. Man, Freddy, that was a winner. Fre- Freddie Freddie sort of floated it, but it was yeah. me that took uh, yes, ownership yes, right. of the idea. Yeah. Brilliant. And, and Dave, number two, as a New South Wales fan, how did this year make you feel? How grateful are you to Dave Trodden for what he did? Uh, I'm I'm naturally grateful, but I I still as a former Canberran and still in my heart that way I, I still think I lament the fact that they are not the New South Wales ACT Blues no, given the no, massive contribution of them and I'm yeah. sure that friend of the show Dennis Carnahan would agree with me on this. You get these perspectives don't you? These sort of out, <laughs> outfield Well the, the rich history of the ACT towards New South Wales cannot be understated There, there were some no. years that you could call us the New South Wales ACT Blues but we actually had no Raiders players in the team this year Yeah, yeah but, right. but genetically it's there, it's in the <laughs> DNA I mean to, to not do that is yeah. just to, to sully the, the good form. So you're the great feeder, the great pit, pit where all the talent comes from. Exactly. Yeah. Like no, no Canberra, no Blues. That's no it. Blues. That's Nothing it. for the last that, right, 30 right, years. Right. You're talking one straight, you, right. would, you have zero straight. Yes, okay. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not so sure about that. Yeah, now, I want to go back to the wigs. Tell us about the technology of the wigs. Do you have like a little, do you have a lab, a research lab? Yeah, yeah, we have a research yeah, lab. Yeah, we actually, yeah, we actually did, um, we, we did, a, we did with our sports scientists, we did a research project on one of our players. Let's call him James. Yes. Um, and so we so we we put the wig on James yeah. and we tested his uh, his his whether he was smart before the wig was on and, and after with, and and with the wig on yeah no the, difference oh didn't work oh didn't work so That's disappointing um, then so whilst so whilst publicly it looked fantastic yes, yes. Um, and and uh, great spectacle at um, ANZ Stadium actually did nothing for the players oh we need Dr Carl now I'm thinking this is more like a modern day flowers for Algernon is what you're expecting yeah, yeah. Well, I mean there's more work to be done so I yeah. mean what you're saying Dave is uh, the f- the f- I, I have more to give the future beckons <laughs> Well, there's much much more development work to because be done. Because what you really yeah. want is the IQ lift, right? Absolutely, yeah. 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 Speaking of James, is at the uh, the gala Brad Fittler medal on Monday night. I believe uh, James Tedesco did uh, secure the main prize. He had an outstanding series, didn't he? And he was the for me, he was the obvious selection. Yeah, and I have to say, I was at as I mentioned before the Roosters uh, uh, Sharks game last weekend, and when he threw the cutout pass for the try, I just oh, simply turned magic. to the Roosters fans and went, "You're welcome. You're welcome." And put years into that kid. Yeah, put the, give me the money now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, nursed him through the ACL and he's a first grade debut. Yes, and all that stuff. You must be feeling the pain like he feels the pain for delivering players to every other team. Canberra, yeah. I'm talking about. You know, oh, exactly. We, de- we delivered Dukes and Ferguson of towards you did. the New South Wales squad. Of course you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that ended well. Paul Vaughan. <laughs> Hey. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. Or Jared Croker, who should be there. Too many to mention. Too many to mention. Now, uh, Bluey the robot. We can't go past the advice of Bluey. Yeah, no, look, I thought, I thought Bluey was a sensational... Sensational addition. The kids love Bluey. You know, to, to, to announce the team talking to what basically looked like a vacuum cleaner with a wig on. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> it uh, made Bluey smarter. Because let's face it, as Peter Beattie goes, we've got to expand or die. We've got to attack, attract new markets. Yeah. And if there's one thing that the kiddies relate to, it's, you know, um, a, a recreation of... Dexter, Rosie the robot from the Jetsons <laughs> yeah, in the sixties. Yeah, yeah. And we all we, we, we all basically bought up on Rosie. <laughs> she put much. us to bed. You know, she gave us our milk and cookies. You, you know, know. I, this is controversial, but I know it's people. All, it's all about innovation, Chris. Yeah. It's all about innovation. Emerging artists and innovation. Yeah. <laughs> you know, don't tell me that Douglas Adams and his hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy fast didn't nick the idea of the paranoid android off yeah. Rosie the robot. Yeah, true. Come exactly. On. Yes, exactly. Uh, now, what, and also, notice Brad Fittler's developed a, a, a 
I think single purpose use a, a book, a history book bound in leather, like a, like the book of feuds for those blues players. I saw something about that last night on TV. Do you know about that? Was that your idea, Dave? Yeah, no, that was my idea as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So we yeah. had a photo. I didn't take the photographs. We had no. a photographer come in and take the photographs <laughs> and collected the newspaper articles. No, no. But everything else in it was my yes. idea. And so, did, you, did you write and the actually, fort? Actually, uh, actually, I did write the fort. There There's you a couple, go, exactly. a couple of little words in the fort. <laughs> but the good news, the good news for you guys is yeah. that I'm going to deliver a copy um, to the studio here next week, so you can have your own personalised copy of the, of, of the of Chris, the, dare I say the one from one year that was 2008 we're not, sel- we're not selfish here maybe we should bid it to a supporter that's right I mean, and, and also if, I mean, if you're willing to give it I'm, well I'd be I'd do it reluctantly but I'd do it for well, the station because I do your much first fundraising there you go exactly yeah 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 and, and, um, and online auction any yeah. chance online. of an audio book from you Dave actually reading the thing <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a picture book Chris so. <laughs> right. now who is the latest selling audio file books or audible audible books yeah audible yeah Yeah, the yeah. great singer isn't it uh, he's, he's spooking them now on the ads on television at, standing near the opera House or the Harvard Ridge. Michael Bolton. Michael Bolton. Dave, come on. Hey? It's a picture book. <laughs> Hang on, you, you can show the pictures? You can bring it to life and you go, well, this is James Tedesco and he's pulling his socks on and yeah, he looks kind of happy. You'd be able to describe that brilliantly. Stephen, I to say we did request some texts. I talked yes. about Hayden James as a clown. I know that yeah. from personal experience. A couple of other clowns have texted in. Dennis Carnahan says I'm 110% in agreement with Dave number two. <laughs> and Albie Tallarico said it was Andrew G. He failed to place the ball on the ground and he believes the referee was Paul McBlain and didn't Paul McBlain do some fantastic work? Didn't he have a great work? Now, well, I've got a couple too. It says, love the show, guys. Nervous Rooster fan here with, without Latrell. Now, he's a hothead, Latrell, isn't he? He deserved to be slapped down for, for a game at least, don't you think? Yeah, I, I didn't see any way he was going to get again. around that. He that actually way. did the bunny jump up and down, didn't that's, he? That's the key. Yeah. When you leave your feet. When you yep. leave your feet and, you, and you've got someone's you head feet, you leave the in game. your hands, no yep. matter how much care you think you've got, dangerous stuff. Uh, there's another uh, another couple saying, well, yes, Hayden James, uh, not sure about him. How, yeah, okay. Rivers Rooster. Dragons, $4.50, but remember, the more you bet, the more you win. Please gamble responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about the games? P- please. Cronulla tonight. Uh, it's, it's all about the swap tonight, isn't it? You know, Moyles. Is Maloney. it about Maloney? Well, is they about talk swap? about that, but to me, the, the greatest significance is the first time that the 1967 entrance, where the game was immeasurably proved by the uh, breaking up of the <laughs> is that of, right? The Dragons struggle. St. George and Cronulla. Yeah. yeah. It's the first time that these 1967 entrants have actually met in Can't finals football. It. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, as a child, yeah. I was always attracted to jerseys and the the, the sort of the, the light blue of Cronulla offset against the chocolate of Penrith. You wouldn't recognise it now, would you? I would just I, look because Cronulla continues to channel its original jerseys pretty yeah. much. Yes. Just love to see the uh, vertical stripes. Yes. Of the uh, 70s Penrith jersey displayed tonight, and which you, be a you're great making fixture. a big call there. Go back to the, the chocolate and white. Yes. Yeah, I actually think the original Cronulla jersey was the V, the white V. Yes. The, the, uh, rather than the horizontal Simple, stripe. Simple, easy to draw. I remember yeah. being a kitty drawing the jerseys, colouring in brown, and what happened? Teal, turquoise, black, white, yellow. And, I don't know what colours and, Penrith and, are. And whenever I think of the chocolate soldiers, I think Bill Hashes and Mike Stevenson. These are the memories I take. Prediction, with me. Chris. I believe the Cron- well. It's interesting because Dugues is out yeah, with the neck. We've asked Dugues, is no he okay? He says he's okay. He, he doesn't like the fish bob. Physically, he's, okay. he's not okay. He's out. He's out. Well, physically, he's out. Yeah. Yes. Uh, look, look, but you know, I'm, I'm a stickler for original predictions. Despite yeah. the absence of Graham and yeah. Dugan, I will go for Cronulla. Dave Trotten. 
I think Cronulla might be too strong. Too strong, yes. Uh, I actually think Penrith are going to do it. I think that last week after, yeah, look, they they like to let everyone get into a comfort zone by letting them get ahead, and I think they're going to reel them in. Cleary Cleary and Maloney, eh? Bit of magic, yeah, yeah. Which brings us to the big one. We talked about South and St George. What's your take on that one, Chris? Well, I think, uh, Dave, number one and I, we'd be in agreement that we've never given South for 1909. South, the Tigers used to have a, a saying uh, at the start of every season that they only were worried about winning two games yep. in the year, and that were the two games against South. So, yep. yeah, and I, and I, that, I run, that runs deep, Chris. I subscribe to that theory, and so against every fibre of my being, a la Cooper Cronk, Steve, and I hope that all the seniors come together and St George do win. Do you really? I don't think you have much chance. <laughs> no one does, Chris. No one does, Dave Ray. I think this is the last stop on the Peter Doust farewell tour. I think this is the last go. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, yeah. And you, Dave Trodden? Oh, I can't. I can't have St George without Witter, but uh, but but I but I can predict the Peter Doust tour will continue for some time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be it for us. Uh, and I won't see you next week, Chris. You'll be here with Stuart Cooper in this chair right here, who is a mad Swans fan, but he's happy to come into the league territory and and uh, host the show. Well, Mr. Stephen, but remember, people, get into your piggy banks because yes. if you want the if you want drive. this to be the Ferris Swan song, if you want <laughs> Doust yeah. and Ferris gone in Doust the same week, one go. Please like crazy support yeah. FBI next Friday. I can't wait to be with you then.